0: welcome back everyone to another episode of the Not Your Average Feminist Podcast. This is Amanda and this is Sarah and today we have a very 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 special guest on with us. <laughs> He's shaking his head right now it's hilarious. Rolling his eyes. Because um, we're doing this in person today which is mm-hmm. awesome but it's a he by the way. First, this is the first man we've ever had on this podcast.
1: It's about time. So
0: you should feel really special.
1: I'm glad that you guys are finally bringing parody to the Not Your Average <laughs> Feminist podcast.
0: I mean, it's still two against one, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But um, this is would the- you like to state your name for the record?
1: My name is Kevin Curran.
0: And how are you related to this podcast?
1: Um, well, I've been friends with you, Amanda, for a long time. <laughs> because i'm married to sarah
0: <laughs> that's right everyone. so i am the podcast
1: number one fan Surprise! and always
0: have it. so we have sarah's lovely husband on the podcast today
1: and i've been referred to as my husband on this podcast because i listen to all of it. and you never name check us
0: that's <laughs> me true. and your husband well, when we're he trying comes to protect on protect your privacy
1: i don't think we have privacy anymore it's 2020 <laughs>
0: pandora's <laughs> box is open now well we're super excited to have you on the episode today and uh, I guess a little context, the reason why you're on this is because we're talking about mail-in voting today. And um, we had a really interesting conversation about this a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it's something that like, I haven't been able to stop thinking about. So when we talked about doing this episode, I was like, Sarah, you need to get Kevin to be on it, because he explained it so much better uh, than I could
1: And you wanted to break the gender barrier.
0: And I wanted to break the gender barrier for once. I felt like maybe it would be important. So we're excited. Yeah, well, we... Sarah's super excited. I know. I'm kind of blushing. I know.
1: (laughs) There's no... Sarah, there's no kind of about it when you're blushing. (laughs) It, there's, I no, there's no 10% when it like, comes to you. She
0: actually is blushing a little bit. I little know. Bit. I, was, I love it. I am so excited. I th-
1: well, I think it's also maybe a little embarrassed because she's usually cooped up in the room with the door closed and I'm like watching some History Channel docs. So.
0: Yeah. If I was doing this with Nick, I'd probably feel awkward. Don't feel awkward. I don't feel awkward. No one feels awkward.
1: No awkward panda.
0: That's the wrong <laughs> word. Daring into me. <laughs> Well,
1: That's we're having a word. conversation. But to, to your point, so we had a wonderful mexican dinner that i cooked Mm
0: -hmm. um, on mother's day on
1: mother's day for sarah um and you are crashed yeah well you're expecting so this was technically i mean you're this is your first mother's day too or was and um sarah and i had been talking throughout the day because she has opinions on vote by mail Mm -hmm. and i had some differing opinions Mm -hmm. and um (laughs) we had we we kind of agreed to disagree a little bit and then it came up at dinner yeah and I was already the the pump had already been primed because yeah. we had talked about this. So I was like thinking through my points and that I should have made. To go!
0: I was like, dang, Kevin has thoughts.
1: And so I kind of cheated my way onto this podcast. Oh, okay. And I would I, I would I would just
2: like to say, Kevin has a way of just sucking everybody into a conversation. So yeah. Amanda and Nick are just looking at him. Just We like, were both just like wide-eyed mm, and bushy-tailed. Mesmerized like, by all of us, Kevin. And well, I'm over here rolling my eyes. Yeah. You've well,
1: heard this before. But it's that skill set that got you on my side to begin with. So, you know, now <laughs> it's worn off.
0: Well, I love it. I think this is going to be great. I'm excited for this episode. Um, so like I said at the outset, we're going to talk about mail and voting. And um, it might not sound like that interesting, but it is. Oh, it's full of drama. Yeah. So um, this is totally in our wheelhouse. Um, Okay. So if you've heard of mail-in balloting or mail-in voting recently, it's probably because everyone's talking about it because of coronavirus. And how do we... Like if there is another surge this fall, there's a huge election this fall. Not sure if you heard about it. It's going to be in November. Anyway, um, so the the thought is, you know, if there's another surge in coronavirus, how do we have this election? So lots of people keep talking about holding it by mail, mm-hmm. like having people mail in their ballots. And that's how they'll vote for president, governor, Senate, like everything. We've seen a
2: couple states so far just with uh, primaries where... Mm-hmm. People are wearing masks and socially distancing, but because of that, and because of the um, the limitations for how many people can be inside at the same time voting, Mm -hmm. that's why you see these two, three plus hour long wait.
0: Yeah, or more with pieces. I've seen
2: videos in DC because this was just this week, um, just around the block, 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 block. Just like I read an article.
0: So DC had their primary elections this week, and I read an article. Where um, the last voter who had been in line before the polls closed didn't vote till 1 a.m. Yeah. Which is partly because DC is just incompetent at everything, mm-hmm. partly because coronavirus restrictions. restrictions. Um, so, anyway, so DC had their primaries this week. They, they did have vote by mail as an option. Um, it just didn't go well, apparently, in DC. But then you had the primaries in Montana this week, and they had vote by mail. And it was great. So, like, I feel like logistically the case could be made. A lot of it comes down to, like, who runs it and how it's organized, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but what we want to talk about today specifically is just, like, a broader national vote-by-mail plan.
1: Yeah, One. Well, let's think about one thing. Before yeah. you, D.C. compared to Montana.
0: Is a lot different.
1: Uh, you have uh, more, like, more people... Yeah. In in what is maybe one percent of the size of Montana, right? So if you right. have a extremely rural state to begin with, I don't know if you've ever been, um, they roll up the sidewalks at like seven PM on Sundays. Yeah. I went there for an event and one there's time. there's
0: like a mile between every neighbor.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Well and even in like in Helena, like I flew in I had a, a, a event in two thousand four and I flew in, I landed at seven thirty on Sunday, I was like granting an order of pizza and it took me two hours to find a pizza place that was open. Oh my god. In the state capitol. So we're not talking, like, I, I wasn't in the sticks. I yeah. was in their version of not the sticks, which was the state capitol. Mm-hmm. And so they're more acclimated to those kind of things anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, is my guess, versus yeah. an urban setting. No, that and totally so, makes sense. And so they're not going to get overwhelmed at the ballot box anyway.
0: Yeah. But, like, my point, yes, the, I think that's very true. And I think if we did a national vote-by-mail thing, like, you'd see some states do it fine. and mm-hmm. other places, it would be completely, like, complete chaos.
1: Yeah, big cities.
0: Yeah like D.C. and other big cities. Mm -hmm. So anyway, another, like, you know, whatever, because people have been pushing this a lot. I'll just mention there is legislation pending, I guess. I don't really know what the update is on this, but, like, uh, Amy Klobuchar is one of the sponsors of this bill. Her and Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon introduced the Natural Disaster and Emergency Ballot Act in March that would expand... Um, basically allow everyone in America to vote by mail because of coronavirus, regardless of state laws. So there is legislation that has been put forth in the Senate to make this possible.
1: And this would be fun, to get a constitutional scholar who would talk about how that would never Destroy. be constitutional. Exactly. Because how dare the federal government dictate how a state decides how they vote? Hold
0: their elections. Exactly. So it's probably not going to go anywhere.
1: Nope, and but, it will never get signed by this president but or passed through the Senate.
0: Regardless, <laughs> I think it's it's it it has been an issue, a talking point on the left um already the last couple of months. It will probably become even more of a campaign issue/talking point as we get closer to November. I can almost guarantee it. Um, I was telling my husband the other day, like, I'm on a bunch of, like, liberal email lists because I like seeing what they email about. Mm -hmm. And I probably get an email a day now um, just from various groups about protecting the United States Postal Service and protect the post office. And Donald Trump is refusing to bail out the post office because he wants to hurt vote by mail. And this (laughs) is how he's going to steal the election. Okay. I'm not kidding.
2: Oh, no, so no, I think about.
0: it's going to become an even bigger issue. Um, and we had some thoughts about it. Yes. So who wants to kick it off?
2: Well, I think it's probably good to uh, set the scene. Mm-hmm. So um, when we talk about vote by mail, there are three main ways uh, most states vote by mail. Uh, the first is the uh, the universal vote by mail states, um, which is where all registered voters automatically receive a ballot. Um, this is fairly where there's only five states that do this all uh mail elections um that's colorado hawaii oregon utah and washington mm-hmm. state um it, caveat there are a few states that allow certain elections to be conduct, conducted by mail and um, in some of their counties but we're not going to go into that the next is um no excuse voting by mail um we might also think of this as absentee ballots um this is the most popular type. There's um, 29 states that currently use this in federal elections, and under the system, any registered voter can vote by mail, but they have to first request a ballot. So it doesn't automatically
0: go out to you. Go
2: out, and then finally, there are 16 states that are excuse-only vote by mail, which means voters have to provide a reason why they can't show up to the polls on election day in order to vote um, or to get their ballot, and so. S- several states now that have the excuse only are starting to add coronavirus as an eligible excuse. excuse. I know Virginia. Like fear
0: of getting it? Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, because yeah. I know Virginia is one of them because I just did, I requested an absentee ballot um, for the Republican
0: primary mm-hmm. here. Um, so anyways, that's that's where we're at. That's where we're at. That's the background. Mm-hmm. And basically, Democrats wanted to go nationwide. So there's Correct. there's this interesting, though, narrative that's playing out that, like, Democrats want national vote by mail because they just want to make it as easy as possible for everyone to vote, and they're all for voting, and Republicans are against it because they like to disenfranchise voters, and also they're, like, paranoid that it'll hurt Republican candidates.
1: Well, I think I think the, the narrative is, is that we don't think people should vote right and that we only win when people don't vote and so we have nefarious reasons with which uh we go forth trying to start right as opposed to the nothing but um optimistic and altruistic reasons for which the democrats want to do vote by mail yeah and uh i am fairly certain that what the accusation from each side is probably true for a handful of people on each side. Mm-hmm. But it's um, one, of this, one of those is a sunny, optimistic narrative, and the other one is a nefarious narrative, mm-hmm. and what are the more fun ones to believe, especially this political space. Right, and and It's more, far and more the,
0: nuanced than that.
1: Yeah, who's he, the bad guy, yeah. right? So
0: so why don't you... Okay, so Kevin, I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. You no, know, I said I wasn't going to, but I'm going to.
1: Yeah, this was not in the notes. Come on. That's right.
0: <laughs> so when we talked about this a couple of weeks ago... One of the things that piqued my interest was you talking about California specifically. Yeah. So talk about that a little bit in the example that you were telling us.
1: So um, in the 2018 election, um, Paul Ryan's speaker, you know, it was it was really close. There's a lot of districts. I mean, I'm from California. I'm mm-hmm. from Los Angeles, um, you know, which used to be Reagan country. Um, we have two Republican presidents from California. I'd like to remind everybody. Um not every state can take those claims. And um, one
0: of them got impeached. I'm
1: yeah, and one of them is a hero to everybody <laughs> and has his framed picture hanging <laughs> up in know. our son's room. Um, but uh, there were some really competitive races, Valdeo in, in the Central Valley, a lot, you know, some of those Simi Valley ones, like the Katie Hill race that she won. There's a lot where on election night the Republican was ahead, and then they're like, okay, we got to count absentee ballots. And it took forever. And they just kept counting. Until all the Democrats won those seats. And so the question was like, we'll... Where are these votes coming? And it was so inconsistent. Mm -hmm. So it's not like one Tuesday it all stopped, and here were the vote totals. Yeah. It was the second a Democrat got in the lead, they declared it. Yeah. And then another race where the Republican was still winning, they'd keep counting until a Democrat won, and then they declare it.
0: So how is that legal? Where where I just have different cutoff times?
1: uh, Because it's the way the law is, right? And and who writes the laws in California? It's not me.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Or not people who vote like me. Mm -hmm. And so um, now again. I don't want to be, you know, tinfoil hat person here.
0: That's okay. I'll I'll yeah. I'm going to be that <laughs> but, person soon.
1: But it was suspe- It's one of those things you keep looking. You are like, okay, guys, come on, because it's yeah. so inconsistent. And one of the the and we'll get into it later. But it's that inconsistency that creates confusion and yeah. suspicion. And it's incumbent on the people who want to put these kind of policies on both sides. To do it. I think. Yeah.
0: like I think it's short sighted of Democrats not to acknowledge this. Um, But I remember reading, like, what was that race? Was it Young Kim's race where she Mm -hmm. was, like, initially declared the winner? And Mm -hmm. then, like, a few days later, they were like, oh, wait, we found a bunch more ballots. Yeah, she showed up for freshman orientation on the hill.
1: Yeah, it was, like, months.
0: So, and that is connected. (laughs) So... Were those mail like mail ballots that they suddenly found that were like, oh, we have to count? I,
1: I believe they were absentee. And so which that, is mail. Yeah, which is mail. Oh. Yeah, so mailed in. So officially, I, we made yeah. a distinction earlier, so yeah. I just want to be yeah. clear about that. But, um, yeah, so it's they declare a winner. The uh-huh. AP declares a winner. Yeah. And then someone shows up with a box of, you know, two months after the fact, and the question is where have these boxes been? Yeah. And it, so, again, it's enough to build suspicion, suspicion amongst people. And that's not... Um, it's not you can be a little generous to admit that i would be suspicious too if it happened the other way yeah, let's yeah. say we were the doug jones race this fall mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right if it was more competitive you know we blew that one last time yeah by putting on a, a kooky What's person i don't even yeah, yeah voldemort um you know could be a horrible <laughs> person right and it, you know it, you know and, but imagine if it was that kind of thing where it was close doug jones was ahead mm-hmm. that night and then two months later they're like psych Guess what these votes changed everything. I mean and now they're, they're, Roy it Moore would, is in the Senate. Yeah, it yeah. would be it would be a national outrage. It would be a national outrage. It should it should be a natural national outrage. It'd be on every single morning show, it'd be on sixty minutes, there'd be things, there'd be books written about it. Mm-hmm. Um and look we, we I think we all understand the world that we're in where you know there is gonna be a media slant and they mm-hmm. care about things on one way and they don't, and that's fine. That's why. why
0: what happened in California wasn't a national news story. Yeah.
1: Because because it's it's like, well, they're the good guys. Yeah. Right. And so if it was perceived to be the bad guys um it would be you know you wouldn't see that kind of yeah. stuff ever again yeah, there'd be a these lo- you'd
2: see a lot of investigative journalist pieces from like yeah like msnbc ProPublica. Yeah. i mean it'd be all over
0: it
1: rachel maddow would be all her hair it. on fire yeah. every single day about it um and but if i were her and it was that sort of situation yeah. I would too. Yeah, but it it actually happened on the other side, and, and no so, one seemed
0: to care. Yeah,
1: so it was, and then and, they came and up. And now
0: with the, we're supposed to just pretend like the only reason that you'd be against mail-in ballots or mail-in voting is just because you're wanting to suppress voters. Like I don't know. It's just yeah. like it's totally messed up to me. Um. Yeah. So, I lost my train of thought. There are.
2: So there are battles raging in every state, basically, right now about what to do. So there are a lot of states that still haven't had their primaries yet. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where you're seeing uh, this, where the front lines Mm -hmm. of this debate is going on right now.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um, But there's this interesting, I I was going to bring up this article. Oh, go ahead. Um, Sorry, because I lost my train of thought and now I got it back. But um, (laughs) uh, as we've been talking about this the last couple of months, um, there's this really interesting piece in Real Clear Real Clear Politics um, that we'll put in show notes, but I mean it kind of just goes through, and this is not like a crazy slanted like whatever website, um, but just to talk about kind of some of the problems with this, uh, and it talks about the California example. But it says between 2012 and 2018, 28.3 million mail-in ballots remain unaccounted for, according mm-hmm. to data. From the Federal Election Assistance Commission. Uh, let's see, the the missing ballots amount to nearly one in five of all absentee ballots and ballots mailed to voters residing in states that do elections by mail. So between 2012 and 2018, there's a one in five ballots are just gone.
1: And 28 million people. So yeah. Tex- Texas.
0: Yeah. So and those that'd be are people like, yes, who yeah. got. Those are people who got mail ballots and then they're just, their ballots are nowhere and unaccounted for and no one knows what happened to them. Mm -hmm. So let's just talk about the issues with that.
1: Well, I think one of the points um, when we were having our wonderful dinner on Mother's Day, celebrating Mm -hmm. you two, uh, that I think got you animated that I brought up, um, which is kind of my whole thesis as Mm -hmm. to why I'm concerned about this, is uh, chain of custody. Mm -hmm. And validation Um, And so when there's a Circumstance going on right now in Nevada There you have congressional primaries uh, This Tuesday because of coronavirus Mm -hmm. The uh, Republican Secretary of State announced we're going to do mail-in balloting Um, Didn't really Confer with a lot of people apparently Uh I got every like this I mean state Republicans just lost it Um, Which I mean It's a primary if it was a general election okay fine But it's a primary so you think you would talk with the stakeholders yeah. about it and, and and which I think is just a huge mistake on that person's part. Um and they're getting sued right the secretary of state's getting sued by the National Republican Party and the state party. Um but there's pictures that have popped up of uh oh, yeah, do, yeah. apartment complexes where there are 25 mail in ballots just sitting on top of the mailboxes. And you know, for for those of you who might not live in an apartment complex, it's usually just a big grid is your mailbox, mm. uh, and so there's just piles of them sitting by the trash, whatever, and just sitting, there. just sitting there. And and they say, well, look, you're you're if the signature doesn't match the one on your driver's license, then it's not going to be accepted. Well, what if you don't have a driver's license, right? Yeah. Well, some of those people are dead, whatever. What if you know? What if you know the person? What if you copied it? Um, and so you have all those unaccounted for. How many got lost in the mail?
0: Yeah.
1: How many got didn't get forwarded on? Yeah. So now that person is disenfranchised. Yeah. Right? And so it works both ways. Yeah. And so, you know, the I, to have um, a, a population, you know, the size of Florida or Texas amount of votes... Disappear
0: disappear. is
1: is should be concerning to a lot of people, but it's not because it should be
0: a national outrage. Yeah.
1: In, In in look, people sometimes they apply for it and they just like whatever.
0: They don't send it back.
1: But I don't think Texas did that. You know, I don't yeah. think that many... I don't think 20% of the people yeah. took the time to apply to get an absentee ballot. And then
0: just didn't bother And it. And
1: you hear stories from lots of people. Um, it's happened to me before where I applied for an absentee ballot and never came. You know, yeah. like, or didn't come in time. Um, yeah. First time I voted, it didn't come in time. And, um, you know, when I was 18. So, um, which was so recent, not way too long ago. Um, <laughs> but it, it's so... It's so messy and inconsistent. And, mm-hmm. But then what, you, w- there's no security on the physical ballot. Yeah. And, and so if you're going to lose those, I think one of the, you know, what's fun about these kind of conversations is you can just throw in like what ifs and well, yeah. freak everybody I mean, out. Let's put
0: on our tinfoil hats for a second. I, I'll I'm, put on, all for, I'm for it. I, the
1: one I put on, what if you were a bad state actor? What if you were a foe of ours? Like, I don't Russia? know, China or Russia. Yeah. And it's, uh, you had a 60-day mail-in vote period where those ballots got there 60 days before. You don't think they would think about looking what that looks like and flooding mailboxes with things like that, yeah. too? I mean, it doesn't need to be high-tech. You don't need or Facebook my, to mess with an I election. Mean,
0: I know. Like My thing was I was saying to, like, I don't remember who this was the other day, but I was like, this is make, this is going to make me sound like a total conspiracy theorist, but if everyone was doing mail-in ballots, like, Russia is not going to care about buying Facebook ads. They're just going to send people over here, to get jobs at the post office. Or print right? their own. Or, or just whatever. print their or own. Or print their own or whatever. I and mean, yeah, whatever. And drop
1: 20,000 in mailboxes. Just drop them in and
0: fool people to, into thinking they're the real ballots or send people over here to intercept ballots or whatever. I mean, no one's going to care about like some Facebook ads.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's in the efficacy of those ads is kind of in question too well, you know when you have yeah. like Hillary on one side but and I'm Jesus saying, on like, the that's other that's everyone's like, been freaking wrote. out
0: about yeah. everyone has been freaking out about some facebook ads from 2016 but those same people seem to think that mail in ballots are going to be t- like perfectly safe and secure
1: well let's really think about who's freaking out about the facebook ads it's kids who voted one way, and their parents voted another, uh-huh. and they assume these Facebook advertisements are the reason their parents <laughs> right. voted a different way and have different politics. Well, yeah, that's true. It's they're like, oh, mom and dad fell for they, those. They, ads. They, they fell for that they, but they don't know.
0: But they're they not going to think that their mom and dad is going to fall for like a fraudulent ballot. Yeah, that well, shows I, I, up in the mailbox. I
1: think there's. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I think they would think everybody would, but they yeah. really just think that. They're kind of unsophisticated on social channels and they fall for like dumb memes and things like that. Fine. But well,
0: think about all those. This is going to sound horrible. Like all those senior citizens out there who get the mail, The mailers still about, like, go to send us your check for $20 mm-hmm. and it's going to go to the build the wall now pack or whatever. Oh, yeah, all these mean, scam packs. Yeah. 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 And then. You don't think those older people... Sorry, older people. But you don't think they're going to fall for, like, fraudulent balance?
1: Well, how many times have you seen, like, a family friend who... Um, I won't say older. I'll say more seasoned okay, individual. Um, where they have, like, a like, terms of service saying they cut and paste, like, I state my name. Dear, yeah. hereby declare, Facebook does not have the rights to use my pick Because it's, like, a bad chain letter yeah. that's going around, right? Yeah. And so you look at it, and you have to call to be like, Dad, like, don't yeah, don't post it that thing. It doesn't matter. Right. Like, they don't own this stuff. It's like, well, I saw it from a bunch of my friends. I was like, yeah, because you are all 80 years old. So that's yeah. why you all think that. But fine. So, you know, there, there's not, not to denigrate the way that social media might influence some things, but... You know, there are certain, we'll say, advocacy groups that run on direct mail fundraising that generate $40 million a year. And they spend uh 13 million dollars a year printing out those mailers to send to people to get 40 million dollars back right so they're right. clearing 27 million dollars a year and they spend five million on what they're doing and they yeah. you know right so you know mail is still a tool that's really effective for a lot of people right and so my the that's
0: probably why this is so scary
1: yeah well and so my thing that i brought up before was like if you're a bad state actor and what is your real goal your real goal is to cause tumult and confusion Chaos. Right and and chaos. So like so, it, what Operation Chaos, full Redux is just to just flood the zone with all these ballots with different names wrong, and so then you're flooding the abortive of elections because you're like, I got a ballot, but it says Barack Obama and Mitt Romney on it. it, doesn't say Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Like all these things that people could do. That's a low tech solution because we're leaving a low tech avenue that doesn't have a good chain of custody and no way to prove that one person did A or B, right? Exactly. And so for me. Um, you know that that's why in-person voting is when you can say like that person went. Um, you know, sorry, I like voter ID, so yeah. they showed their ID. That's a government issued ID, not a university ID. I don't care if it's a state school.
0: And Someone had to check it.
1: Someone checked it. They verified the information. That person voted. Um, then and you submitted know submitted
0: it yeah, right there.
1: Because if someone gets through that system, like if someone takes a mail-in ballot from someone else. And votes, and they don't tell their friend that they stole their ballot and voted, that disenfranchises me as a voter. Mm-hmm. That lessens the value of my vote. Yeah. Right? And so well, yeah, I mean, that stuff makes me nervous. If,
0: if your ballot is one of the ones that just never showed up or was never counted or is like one of those twenty what 28 million that's unaccounted for, that's also you being disenfranchised. Like yeah. you tried to vote and you were denied your right to vote. Because it got lost in the mail.
1: And you're putting the entire election on the shoulders of the United States Postal Service. Right,
0: which is something I have a huge problem with. Right.
1: And, you know, there's that um, uh, old Seinfeld episode where Jerry takes over Newman's uh, post route and he delivers everything and and they get busted because no one's ever cleared 60% delivery on their route in the history. It's a joke. Mm -hmm. And clearing that what it really is. But, you know, that's a lot, you know. Maybe it's because I'm a conservative, but government doesn't really do a good job at a lot of things, and yeah. so to put the to take the power out of our hands and give it to a government agency that's like the underfunded, post office. underfunded can be completely disrupted by stuff. And then think about it, if it's on the postal service, like we had those rice and attacks and mm-hmm. and all that stuff around the you know the um, Atlanta bombing, you know, like yeah. in, in the '96 Olympics, right? And yep. all those people sending. You know, bad chemicals. Yeah. Anthrax. Anthrax, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: well, who's As, not gonna to do me, that? To me
0: it's just so the potential for disruption. I I'm not even talking like oh it's so like voter fraud, voter fraud, voter fraud or whatever. I'm just to me the potential for complete and total chaos and disruption of a national vote by mail election is so obvious, so painfully obvious, it blows my mind that we're even talking about doing it. When, in a few months.
1: Well, think about this. We don't do that work for a living, right? We're happy-go-lucky political operatives. Yeah. We're not sitting in rooms like brainstorming. How can we really mess with everybody? And Which would be tons of fun, actually, right. by the way. To sit but, in that room. Imagine <laughs> if we <you> were. It's <laughs> a big whiteboard, like we could do this, we could do this. Yeah. But we, you know, what if you're a sophisticated intelligence operation, and you've been doing this stuff for 35 years. You've You've mm-hmm. initiated... And succeeded in coups in other countries. Yeah. Right? And all you got to do is mess with the U.S. mail. Okay. <laughs> like, you know? Okay. You're like, all right, we guys. I mean...
0: Like, a fifth grader could do that. Right.
1: And 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 also, there's wackos. You know? And it's, it doesn't need to be a nefarious state actor. Yeah. Like, you know, there's that, that crazy person in Florida who was sending all those letters to people... Um, who just got sent to jail for a long time? That guy was a nut. And uh-huh. so we live in a free society, and people are free to be crazy and stupid and do bad things. And so it's just the exposure; uh-huh. it just seems a little too high to me. And I am of the opinion that it is incumbent on those who want to change the system to meet the burden of proof. Yeah. I don't need to prove my case because we're already here. Yeah. And so you gotta you gotta convince me.
0: That this is going to work, right? So, have do you have you seen any national figure? Because you know what the pushback has been so far is like, oh well, my state does it, and there's no fraud. It's been perfectly fine. Like everyone from Oregon is screaming, like, what are you guys talking about? Like we do this, and it there's no fraud. Even though in this real clear, real clear article, there's a lot of stuff in here about missing votes from Oregon too. But yeah. um, the pushback is. There's no evidence of widespread fraud in states that do mail by voting, so you're just a conspiracy theorist and you have no proof
1: well, let's divide a couple things we're not let's separate fraud out from chaos right okay. those are two different things right yeah, so that's a good
0: because, point.
2: because i I would just mention voter fraud is a federal offense mm-hmm. that's true
1: so you know we'll put fraud in one bucket and chaos. I think we've just litigated mm-hmm. the chaos thing pretty well, but for fraud um you know, I don't think – I think someone would do this and not think it's that big of a deal, but I think someone would fill out their Nana's bracket, you know, ballot. Yeah. You know, like, oh, well, fine. You know, oh, she's she doesn't not gonna, know. She's she doesn't not care. Anyway. Or
0: she said I could do it. If that
1: happens once, I'm disenfranchised as a voter. Yeah. And that's what I – you know, I think the, the big – you know, so so – Oregon switched to that a long time ago. Now again, it's a Western state; they have a lot of rural areas, so it's, it's a different. little different than yeah. you're going to be in like Manhattan, which is, I mean, yeah. the volume of people in that square footage is and or how square miles. People
0: actually registered to vote who live in Manhattan. You know,
1: so I mean, that's I the, you you you're right with kind of because everyone's on top of each other, right. right? I mean, if you look at high propensity COVID states, yeah. they're pretty massive. You know, or population I also centers.
0: just just to chime in, like how many in cities like this that are are like that or DC even that are pretty trans? what's the word i'm looking for transient, transient. Mm-hmm. how many people who moved to dc and live there for a few years actually change their voter registration
1: um, well i know a lot of people who go back home where they're where, you know so they well, just
2: well, a lot of people I, request absentee ballots yeah sure.
1: absentee back from back home or oh, because you know they're they're yeah. they're in dc for 10 years but, like, but they're back in, in north carolina saying, like, in their case ballot, they ballot if back. they're
0: ba- if they're like from north carolina and they live in dc now and their ballot is sent to north carolina like is it uncommon on you then to like drive home and get it and mail it back?
1: Well, it's usually your parents' house and they have FedEx it to you, I guess, right? I guess. Or you forward it. I mean, yeah. Uh, but still, uh, so but the you know we we've litigated the chaos side, the yes. fraud side. There is yes. look, it, how would you know? Right, you yeah. have all these missing ballots, but how would you know? Because you didn't have someone go there in person, and so your assumption of everything being correct is that you got it back in the mail
0: correctly as it should be.
1: Right, and so I don't know, but again, I'm I, I you know. They're on trial. I'm not on trial. You, know, yeah. you know, like, they're the prosecutor, so they have to meet the burden, right? Yeah. I'm, you know, in my, my, in my mind, I'm the defense.
0: True. So yeah. you have
1: to, you know, I you have to prove I'm guilty so this this of touches touches the this. So this
0: kind of touches on the fraud thing, kind of touches on the whole ballot harvesting mm-hmm. Issue. So, explain. Can you explain what that is and um, how that's related to this conversation? Well,
1: similar to I think what operatives like to do with early voting is going through people to make sure they early voted and counting it. Mm-hmm. Ballot harvesting is kind of doing the same thing, mm-hmm. but you know maybe some sketchy ways with which it's going. They do that. It's
2: going the extra step and uh, ballot harvesting. Well, ballot harvesting just in and of itself is somebody, uh, an individual going to pick up a ballot from someone else mm-hmm. and, and turning it in. Yeah, on their behalf, that's what ballot harvesting is, and it's it is illegal in several states,
0: but um, it was legal legal last cycle in California, right? Yes, and then boom, and then boom, all of a sudden these house districts flipped.
1: Well, and it's yeah, so and so they need to prove that I'm the kook for thinking that's weird, Uh, but there was also. a case i think it was the north carolina primary
0: yeah
1: where the guy won the primary and then there was ballot harvesting going it was on the republican side mm-hmm. so this and is a bipartisan was, uh, problem was he
0: sent to prison um no? i don't know
1: i think his operatives were i don't okay. think he the candidate was yeah. his son someone, testified i think him against someone him. went
0: to prison for yeah, it
1: Yeah, i'm sure i hope someone i'll look
0: prison, it up but right? yeah mm-hmm.
1: um but and then he so they they called another election and he didn't run again because mm-hmm. he clearly was a scammer right um but it's more like, oh, you know, so you sit, you have an operative have their little precinct to be like, oh, I'll collect the ballot for you, and then double checking, yeah, make sure it's the ballot you want. But how do you know? So who deputized that person, and
0: who oversee? I mean, who's overseeing that person?
1: Yeah, well, no, it's a political operation, right? But yeah, no, one, n- no one no one deputizes that person to be the carrier of votes, yeah. right? And so it's not someone who works for the board of elections right where it's, it's a government a cam- entity it's that's accountable campaign
0: operative right
1: and so i'm sorry but that is not enough of a standard for me yeah i mean i you got to treat these things you know like they're bearer bonds like it's like this you own it it's yours yes. and so it just freaks me out those are the things and again i don't need to prove it you need to prove
2: it so I... I do not agree with ballot harvesting in any way. I think it's incumbent on the voter to put it in the mail or go show up in person, however you decide to to vote, because oh, um, this is just like any other get-out-the-vote tactic any campaign would want to do. So instead of... Um, canvassing hard like hitting the doors finding volunteers to be like hey remember to vote on Tuesday mm-hmm. um or getting on getting in a phone bank and calling people up and reminding them to go vote or to turn in their ballot mm-hmm. they're showing up to people's homes and they're saying hi i know you've requested an absentee ballot and from our data science they don't tell them this from our data scientists we know that
0: you're you haven't mailed it back you haven't mailed it back I'm here to help
2: you mail it and you have a propensity to vote for republicans or democrats <sighs> whatever team you're playing on mm-hmm. um have you mailed it back in no i haven't well would you like to to fill it out i will wait for you and while while i'm waiting here why don't i tell you about how great
0: my candidate is. my
2: candidate is and the rest of the slate of these candidates so it's he,
0: shocking to me that that's legal anywhere
2: so here here's you know like when um sometimes when you go to the polls there will be parties standing outside, yeah. like, party representatives outside of the polls. Like, here's some... Uh,
0: Literature here. as you're walking in. Yes. Here are the people you should vote for, basically. Like, like, every time I go to my voting precinct or whatever in Arlington, I get a Democrat sample ballot on the way inside the, in, into the door. I, well,
1: That's all they No, us. I know. I know. But
0: I'm just saying, like... I literally I use I get it, that every single time. I know. I use that as a, okay, I won't
2: vote for that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but... There are laws that you can only be X amount of feet close to it, right? Right. So if you notice, they'll be standing Mm -hmm. next (laughs) to each other, which is always the best when you go early. And it's like it really is red jerseys and blue jerseys because it's usually maybe a a seasoned person, two seasoned people, and one's wearing like a blue shirt and one's Mm -hmm. wearing like a red sweater. And they both are trying to get it. And they yeah. totally judge a book by its cover on what they're going to give you. Yeah. Um, but they have to stand, stand maybe 50 feet away or 100 feet away, yeah. right? Because they're not they're not supposed to be able to mm-hmm. see what, how you're voting or influence how you're voting yeah. when you're doing the action. As opposed to ballot harvesting where they could say, I will sit at your kitchen table with you and watch you fill this out.
0: Yeah. Oh, and Would if you s- have any questions, by the way. Let me, I just feel like it's too much
2: pressure. It's... Um, Oh, what do what you, it's intimidation. Intimidation, intimidation is oh, exactly the word. Or it could be intimidation. Or it could yeah. be, right. right. So I just, that just by, on principle, I don't like it. However, i want to take a big pause here.
0: Let's do
2: it. Because I'm pro-absentee balloting. Because I, I, I prefer to use it. So, uh, like I just mentioned, I did absentee uh, voting in the primary in Virginia. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. Kevin did not. Nope. He's I like gonna, voting. He's going to go in vote person. in person. I am choosing not to um, just because, well, one of us has to stay back with the baby. And I just, it was just easier for me. I didn't want to do it. Um, COVID was a big impact. Sure, whatever. And it was a month
1: and a half ago, two months when you requested. So
2: Yeah. Totally. And so I. Um, one thing I really like about receiving the ballot is... Then I have a lot of time to think through things. There weren't any um, ballot initiatives or anything because it was a primary. But I really love that I can take as long as I want, if I requested early enough, to do proper research to really figure out what, what are both sides of the issues, how I really feel about it really make sure that I'm going to all of the candidates' websites to make sure I have a clear understanding of who these people are. I've checked out their social. I've vetted them to make sure they're not crazy or, um, you know, hiding something. Yeah. And and I really like having that option. And I also want to draw a big distinction between uh, requesting an absentee ballot or requesting uh, a mail-in uh, ballot versus these, these universal.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm very against universally like mailing out ballots to registered voters to all eligible age voters to Mm -hmm. all um, including inactive voters Mm -hmm. I I have a lot of problems with that um, because first of all there's a security risk there's an election um, integrity uh, issue that comes up too but I feel like uh, absentee ballots has been an option for voters for decades now Mm -hmm. and and I love it, and I think it should be there. I think we should prepare for more people requesting it this, this cycle because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And I think every cycle, it ticks up just a little bit oh, and a yeah, little it bit. it does. Because um, it's very convenient. So I like that. But this universe, like, applying, like, a national, like, mail and vote standard, mm-hmm. no. I am very mm-hmm. anti that. I just, it's going to cost taxpayers a ton of money, and I just don't see it being helpful whatsoever. Because if you can't. If you can't make the effort to either show up in person or, request, or request a ballot, like you obviously are not that invested in the outcome. Like that's the least you could do.
1: Well, also, if you didn't request it, you don't know what's coming, you don't know if you didn't get it. True. And so, also true. yeah, so if you if you had no idea you were supposed to get it and you never get it, you're not there to complain about it. And again, this is this comes back to the idea of change. It's, it's it's impossible to validate, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
1: because if I'm saying like, I wonder if I should have gotten that. Also, I don't pay attention. How would
0: I know? How who would am I, know? I supposed to ask?
1: Right? You know, yeah. we have. Um, uh, if you watch, you know, it used to be the Jay Leno to age myself a little bit, but you know, like Jimmy Kimmel, like Man on the Street, mm-hmm. you know, who and they will be when President Obama was president, they asked who's the vice president, and no one knew who Joe Biden was, right? Yeah. You're like mailing that person a ballot, <laughs> yeah. like pick next one now again that 's all right they 're an American citizen they can vote
2: yeah
1: um, that 's fine, but they are if they don 't know who the vice president is, I doubt they know that they 're supposed to get a ballot, ballot in, the in the mail, mail.
0: Yeah. is my
1: guess that 's maybe an unfair presumption by me, but no, that 's my think presumption that's and so if they don 't know that, then they don 't know if it 's missing. Those are the things that make me nervous they also you know and again, we the chaos theory into this whole thing so it's it's well, no one's no one's proven the chain of custody. To so
0: me. yeah, so that's a really good point. And also like the whole chain of custody thing. I remember us talking about like comparing it to a uh, like a criminal court case or whatever. DNA like, sample. Yeah. Like the chain of custody thing is so freaking important for Court. Court like why wouldn't it be as important? important for voting anyway that's
1: a side well i mean the famous one is the oj stuff where they're worried yeah. about the chain of custody with the blood in the shoes and yeah. the trunk and blah blah, blah. um that's enough to, you know for that to throw but yeah. you you have no way to validate the chain of custody yeah. of my ballot yeah. and i absolutely don't have a way to validate way. it
0: absolutely zero. it's not
1: like the Domino's tracker where i can say I, and yeah, like I voted. no one's
2: watching it yeah, yeah. now so, now one thing i think there should be some like agreement on for all 50 states is when is the last day you can count mm-hmm. a ballot? Mm-hmm. A ballot. For sure. An abs like a mail in ballot. Well,
1: and, and they technically kinda do because the Electoral College, right? I mean that's that's the driving factor which is in December. Yeah. But we were talking before this recorded that the way the California law was written was the timing is predicated on x days post when the presidential election is called mm-hmm. now it's not the case anymore but you know um in 88 you know george h.w bush won california that used yeah. to be assault- that used to be the firewall was california um the good times um yeah. but you know what if they were the swing state yeah and so then we're like in lovea's well, country so, forever so it's we've crazy. been
0: focused on like the front end people getting their ballots in but let's talk about like election results mm-hmm. and what this means for election results so this guy in this Real Clear Politics article, um, I'm not going to go into his background or whatever, but he's talking about um, uh, if there's that million, that many um, unaccounted for ballots just floating around, and that number's out there, and everyone knows that there's millions of unaccom- unaccounted for ballots that haven't been counted, if there's a close race... Um, What's to stop a campaign or a party or whatever from saying, oh, we can't call this because we know there's probably X number of ballots floating out there, and we need to go find them. Mm -hmm. And so we need to not call this race until we exhaust all our options for finding these ballots and making sure that they're counted. Mm -hmm. And so what is that going to lead to? Elections that just go uncalled for months on end? Like, There's going to have to be some kind of... like. Like you were saying, like a cutoff period or some kind of like, I don't know. Does all of a sudden are we going to have like judges determining outcomes?
1: Yeah, which is not great either. Here's here's yeah, yeah. here's another interesting rub when you think about it. Yeah. So we have um, the presidential debates in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, every single one of them is scheduled after early voting and mail and ballots have been in the mail. Oh my gosh as they are set now by the commission on presidential debates Mm -hmm. um so they're all set for a time where most people would have already submitted their thing so right Mm -hmm. right so that's that's a problem with them yeah but there's so much emphasis on those and 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 there's no consistency in the window so some of them are 60 days some of them are 30 days some of them are two weeks Um, So if there's a standard there, you know, I don't like the idea of the federal government imposing kind of a standard, but I do agree a cutoff standard because they have to count it because it's a federal Mm -hmm. office. Like, that's why the Supreme Court is allowed to weigh in on these things, because it's a federal position.
2: Yeah, I think the cutoff standard needs to be there. And um, so, interesting poll I'm just going to drop. So this uh, was a Gallup poll conducted in February of this year. Mm -hmm. Nearly three in five Americans don't have confidence in the honesty of our elections that was in february before three five before covid happened Uh so there's just a lot just in general because i think there's a lot of we haven't even talked about other kind of security concerns that uh, until a couple of months ago we weren't talking about mail and ballot as our like main concern. People were more concerned about, like you said, Facebook, the hacking, yeah. Facebook or our like hacking, hacking
0: our elections, hacking
2: of election machines, and uh,
0: that. Well, kind and of like stuff. what happened with the Iowa caucus, which is just like um, technical like t- stupidity, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but like yeah.
1: Well, and so then there's this tension on the Democrat side. Um, you have Ron Wyden
0: mm-hmm. um, from
1: Oregon. He's been a senator for 185 years.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, who is a big proponent of mail-in voting? Because he's from Oregon. And, but also just low-tech voting, so paper ballots, like no touchscreen things. Yeah. Um, as a security measure, versus another wing who's like, we. I mean, we have Apple and Google and everything. We, we should be able to apps uh, oh all, the, all we should be able to do this, you know, no problem. Like you know, you have Face ID on your iPhone. Not not wow. a problem. And so you have a tension with which these guys can't even figure out what their solution is. And both have good points and both have big exposure and flaws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, again, you guys figure out your mess and then come up with a proposal. And then we yeah. can talk about it. But they don't know what to do. Oh,
2: my gosh. I just thought of something. Uh, you know, oh, what's the name of the service at the airport? Um uh, that does that like it is the blue it like something
1: right? Whatever yeah. it is,
2: it, does it recognize your face or is it your hand? I or? think it,
1: well, it's it's yeah, it, it's a biometrics. Biometrics. Hmm. So yeah. biometrics are fingerprints, things like that.
0: That would be a really cool way. Just but not. So t- now we have a national database of everyone's fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. There, Heck no. There's
1: my tinfoil tin head. Tinfoil.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, here's your like former NRA employee? Like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> for federal <that laughs> registry.
1: I don't want them folks to know
2: well, I don't want yeah, I okay mean, that's why I said I just thought of it like, <laughs> we just like this is a
0: kitchen table talk <laughs> no it <laughs> is um, literally um, but uh, but okay. I mean but that's it's well, we'll another this good point because sure. like every time we've talked about this casually and said like well what if we did this or what if we did this like there's I feel mm-hmm. like issues with every avenue here and I'm just I can't believe we're actually talking about Trying to pull this off in November, okay. Oh well, yeah. th- here's here's the point. I mean, it, it's uh, not it can't, it's not gonna happen. But
2: here's the point I wanted to make with the whole like uh, people don't have confidence in uh-huh. the electoral system. Um, what <laughs> that little thing? Uh, <laughs> what uh, what makes me mad is that our leaders are using language that makes people more upset and angry and distrusting of the system versus me seeing them propose solutions or try to work Mm -hmm. with people reach across the aisle come to common solutions like maybe uh don't just say oh mail-in ballots are awful maybe just say how about we just for this one time allow voting to take place in two days you know versus just one
0: because if, if we wouldn't you have to change like the federal law for that like, I just,
1: it's the uh the first tuesday after the first monday yeah. is the law but no but there's part there's a window and that's and what you, this I is mean, we could
0: talk well, about or you solutions. could like ex- just,
2: you could expand the hours everywhere so yeah, it's yeah. like starting at 5 a.m all the way to like midnight what well,
1: like, they have in virginia you can do absentee in person yeah so you have two week window before yeah where you can show up in person so you're still voting in person it's just called absentee hey, because it's not an election
0: we also separate this out like statewide offices versus the presidency like no because now no. you're dealing with multiple ballots i know but like if if we're talking about how to change make changing the rules can the federal government i don't know maybe this is done a dumb question like who changes the rules for the election this fall
1: um well
0: congress no. Or each state, but would I think each state have to agree on like I think a it's the uh,
2: state um
0: the state legislators
1: constitution dictates that each state gets a certain amount of electors uh-huh. and they get to elect their senators and congressmen right, right. so that's so that's the federal I mean, government's like role
0: process
1: and the process is for the the electoral college to meet in December to decide who wins because right. each state sends representatives. It's incumbent on each state to decide how electors are. Chosen, Mm -hmm, and every state has transitioned to a popular vote model, save uh, Maine and Nebraska, where they have split electoral things. So that's Mm -hmm. why, which is like by design around the University of Nebraska, because they get all those hippie college kids uh, to try to, so they can they can steal one like dem like electoral vote.
2: Those damn Uh, kids um, in their damn work and roll.
1: Now, let, let's. I mean, if we am going to get kind of macro on this on, on a hobby horse of mine, um, how I um, I am in good company China's with people it. like um, Tom Coburn and, and Jonah Goldberg, that we should have never had the popular election of senators oh, um, yeah. ever. Yeah. Uh, because it used to be state legislators used I'm to pick on them. That. Because that made people more invested in their state legislators and knowing who those are.
2: Wait, ex- wait back up. Explain this because this is actually one of my favorite things. To yeah, talk about so. State. Tangent.
1: Uh, <laughs> I I, is it the nineteenth? I could have that wrong. Which amendment is it? Sixteenth or
0: seventeenth? I think.
1: But uh, you know, so bad we don't know this. The way it was supposed to be is that senators were the ambassadors of the states. So each state legislator would select two individuals to be their representative in the Senate.
0: Income tax, I think. Whatever. Um, Sorry, but
1: so so it was a different mindset. It Mm -hmm. wasn't like a super congressman. It was working with your governor and your state reps yeah. to talk about stuff to, you know, is this yeah,
0: good for like, us, bad for us? Yeah, the House was the House of the People. The Senate was, was like, your representative rep- of the states. Yeah, it was yeah. the, you
1: were literally an ambassador state.
2: Yeah. It was the 17th, 17th Amendment. Oh, it okay. was? Oh,
1: okay. Nicely checked. done. Nicely done. Um, and what that did was was let us as citizens off the hook in caring about our local reps. Yes. Because we didn't have it like, so now, you know, I was talking about, like, how many people didn't know who Joe Biden was on the jimmy kimmel man on the street how many people know who their state senator or state rep are uh, maybe three percent of people yeah. like i think that's a generous guess yeah mm-hmm. um i mean and yeah. that has so much more impact on your life mm-hmm. you know sarah and i are catholics so we believe in subsidiarity which is local control right mm-hmm. so that was kind of part of it is local control so to your point earlier about who decides these things like there has to be some level of Local a control, you know, yeah. these experiments where it works someplace, doesn't work others. It's not great for a voting experiment to go bad. Yeah. That's not good ever. Um, but what But what works in Montana...
0: Is not going to work in Manhattan. In
1: Manhattan. It's a completely different thing, and they have yeah. to figure out what's best for them because it's incumbent on them to have their votes count because they're accountable to voters, and voters can vote them out next yeah. time. Right? That's the only way you I can mean, make it, it work.
0: just to me... Yeah, I know. This is crazy. Um, And just to put another layer on top of this is... We already all know like how competitive this presidential election is going to be and how crazy it's going to be. Buck
1: wild.
0: Yeah, it's going to be insane, unlike anything we've ever seen. I still I still think, I'm just I'm throwing it out there. It doesn't
2: matter who wins, Biden or Trump. Half of America is going is to going think to not, it's illegitimate. Right.
0: And you're going to put mail-in ballots on top of that? Well, so I don't even it I, like regardless of the method Half of the country is going to doubt the results of the election.
2: I don't... So this is kind of me calling this whole conversation moot. Because I don't even think people are going to care about the method. I think they're just going to, no matter whether it favors them... I mean, people are just not going to believe it. They will not believe it. Either side, they're both going to think... I don't know, something fishy happened. Yeah. I think you're and, right. And I, maybe I'm a little paranoid because yeah. Kevin also just had me just starting to watch the History Channel's, the grant. Um, doc- U-
1: U.S. Grant uh, documentary, which documentary. is phenomenal, and everyone should watch it. It's
2: on the History Channel. Woo. And um, anyways, so I'm watching this, and I was like, oh, my gosh, Kevin, do you think we're going to have another Civil War? like? And he no. was just like, no. Yeah. Yes. Because we have more
1: exposure I states. will let him speak for yeah. himself.
2: I don't actually have to narrate my conversation.
1: Uh, so, <laughs> so here are going to be the two different types of conversations you're going to have. Thanksgiving 2020.
2: Yeah.
1: I told you that deep state was going to do this mm-hmm. and get him out of there. Or I told you the Russians were going to do it again. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a huge conversation. Mm-hmm. And people listening are going to be like, ha ha, what a wacko. It's going to happen. We're calling and, it now. And, and because you can't – people can't help themselves because they just can't – neither side – we're at a point now where neither side can even understand. It's that – it's an um, – Arthur Brooks, the former AI president, wrote a whole book on this on contempt. Mm-hmm. They just can't even envision being for the other team yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's going to be buck wild, and that's our mail-in vote. And then there's there's going to be fraud, yeah. and there is going to be funny business. No, it's going to be crazy. I
0: agree with both of you, and I agree completely with what Sarah said. Like, regardless of the method,
1: mm-hmm, 100%.
0: half the country is going to doubt the results. Um, but I also think, just on top of that, if there is if it's a national mail-in ballot election, you're going to have stories, uh, you know, out the wazoo of like. Oh, this box of ballots turned up in precinct X in Chicago. Like whatever. I mean, whatever the stories are, it's it's going to just add another element of chaos that we don't need.
1: Well, let me add a data point. So when George W. Bush won in two thousand, right, with the recount, and um, I was twenty at the time to age myself. Can you
0: imagine the conspiracy? I mean, I mean, it was was it was so
1: much, right? And then he gets elected, and um, Dick Gephardt, who was the Democrat like leader. Right, uh-huh. so he's number one Democrat, right? The I guess you know was Republicans were in the majority. No, because Republicans are uh, the majority. Oh, yeah, but the okay. Kevin McCarthy on the Democrat side um, was on Meet the Press and said he's an illegitimate president yeah. and it's not a real thing. I mean, that's a, it's crazy.
0: That was yeah, um, that was the standard mainstream talking point. That's what everyone forever. said.
1: He didn't really count, right? Um, and we all know this because we we do this for a living is that mm. you know every because those it's, it's Florida has a big high, best sunshine laws out of any state yeah. in, in the union. Every and single reporter flew down there to go look at every ballot to do this count and yeah. every the a p paid for it the washington post yeah. and they found it actually had a bigger win than it yeah. was um right but dude, that that stuck mm-hmm. even though it was never <laughs> proven, but it stuck um if you have a stat that 12% of people, let alone 20, didn't get yeah. their ballots or are missing. Or,
0: yeah, it's game over. Everyone's going to call Trump illegitimate. Everyone's going to call Biden illegitimate. And we like go it's,
1: deep into the fissure.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's going to get even worse than it is right now in terms of just the partisan divide.
1: And then we're all saved in 2024 when The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, runs for president. <laughs> Fingers crossed.
0: Or Oprah. <laughs> or Oprah. Save us.
1: A Unity ticket.
0: Um, well um, so last let's do some final like wrap up thoughts.
2: So this is um this is a question for everyone to mull on cuz I don't I do not know the answer to this. But I've just been thinking, okay, so what can I as just a normal citizen, a normal voter do to help ensure greater oversight mm-hmm. of election integrity? And cuz um for instance, you can be a poll watcher, you mm-hmm. can volunteer to um work the polls Mm -hmm. um you can do all those kinds of things you can volunteer as like a a a legal um war room operative for your local party but but all that to say what i'm just curious what we can do behind the scenes so like um not necessarily like counting the ballots on election day or like what we traditionally We're think of as them out
0: for people <laughs>
2: but it's for especially the absentee ballot the mail in ballot programs do they not have regular citizens volunteer to help manage that process because well, the,
1: whatever state by state right it could even be county by county right so you have your local board of supervisors election supervisors and so they do have employees or volunteers who receive and count and there's but again the chain of custody thing, you know, who knows about that stuff. Um, and thank you, Sarah, for giving a shout out to all the lawyers who get, um, political lawyers, especially who get roped in on election day. If you don't know this at home, um, every, every precinct has a couple lawyers from each campaign there just to make sure there's no funny business. And it's tons of fun actually, because they're calling judges all the time. And it's like this little back inside baseball game where they're complaining about stuff. It's actually kind of great fun as a political Mm -hmm. watcher, but, uh, you know, volunteer do that stuff. Um, don't ballot harvest. Maybe be the, do, do a negative way. Don't do these things that we're warning about. <laughs> you know, yeah. like this would be a good idea. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I think what you could do is be very clear on the rules for all that stuff. Get mm-hmm. studied up. Let your family know. Like if you have family who are not really that active and they're going to be in a mail-in state, tell them don't let a volunteer come in and walk you through your vote. Mm-hmm. You know, edu- educate your stuff on the things that make you anxious about it. Um, it might not be a you know a federal or state law that you're doing, but at least you can assuage your concerns about one vote yeah, or two votes
0: for sure, if this actually happens. so I guess my final thought would be um, as we wrap this up, is just like i don't know i'm i'm I guess on a philosophical level, I would say, yeah. Like, if you're a law-abiding citizen eligible to vote, we should make it as easy as possible. Like, philosophically. Like, there should be fewer barriers for you to exercise your constitutional right. On a practical and logistical level, to me, though, this just seems like a recipe for disaster and a total nightmare. Mm -hmm. So, that's where I'm at right now. Learn the rules in your state. Hold your secretary of state uh, state accountable, whoever your election board is. But this is this issue is not going away. It's going to get even more heated and talked about over the next few months. I guarantee it. Um, but and so, but research it yourself. Don't just like listen yeah. to what somebody else tells
2: you to yeah. feel about. And,
1: it. and um, I'll close with, and I think this is what got our conversation started mm-hmm. um, a couple weeks ago. But there is nothing that impacts more of the world than an American vote. Mm-hmm. If you don't think your vote matters necessarily like uh, cuz we have this big election um your vote impacts what could maybe happen in southeast asia your vote impacts what kind of funding gets to africa your vote impacts what trade deals would have some country that impacts some person in some place who's making something the american government being you know the free, leader of the free world what we do on a policy level nationwide and worldwide uh, is such a tremendous impact we have to leave the biggest footprints in in the history of the entire planet and your vote impacts that and so for me to be so flippant about the way that vote is um cast um contained delivered, counted. delivered countered counted and assessed i mean it should it matters. let's and i think i think we have lost our way in understanding how important a vote is Um, you know, it is kind of, uh, you know, like the rich kid, uh, in the neighborhood doesn't really understand how great it is. We are all very lucky, you know, we're very fortunate to live where we are. Um, and, and you haven't had to, you know, fight in the streets for our right to vote. Um, but our vote really is, is a gift. It's a God given gift, um, that we have because we matter as individuals to kind of have a say in our own lives. And, um, we have outsized influence over the impact of other lives in other countries and so all that is to say it's not that we are coops and conspiracy theorists and, you know, um, InfoWars people yeah. who just assume all these bad things are weirdly happening. But I don't think it makes me an unreasonable person to say you need to prove to me that there's no funny business going on. And you can say you're just, you know, you just think this because that, that might be the case. But this is the status quo. And you need to make a hell of a case to change the status yeah, quo. Yeah,
0: and also, it's on you to explain yeah. how this is going to work if yeah. you want to change it. Yeah. Not just how you're going to prevent this chaos or disruption, but practically, mm-hmm. how is this going to work?
1: And a 55% success rate is and not no
0: good And no one is explaining it. Yeah.
1: But yeah, because they don't think they need to. Right. Because they, they assume uh, nefarious motives on right. our side for why we don't want to do right. it. Right? And so, They know,
0: assume that because we're asking these questions that we just don't want certain people to vote. Yeah, we're trying to suppress the vote. You know who I don't want to
1: vote? The commies and the Russians. (laughs) That's who I don't want to vote. All right,
0: guys. (laughs) We are officially over an hour on this podcast. Woohoo! What's Um, up? Yeah, I don't know. So that's where we are. Kevin, thank you so much for doing this. I love you. um, I love you too, babe. That went by super fast. I know can't believe it's been an hour anyway all right we're going to wrap up this episode of the not your average feminist podcast with our special guest kevin kern
1: who is not your average feminist
0: <laughs> as always um leave us some love um wherever you're listening to this from apple itunes um, spotify google play um five star review five star review please and thank you pass smash us on to your that r- subscribe button smash that subscribe button Um, Hit us up on social media, and um, until next time, stay cool, friends.